What if I told you we are all addicts in need of our dose of happiness? Our body's chemicals like dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin and endorphins make us addicted to a lavish lifestyle or bad habits. Like every action, good or bad, there is another side of the coin. Lack of control. Hi, it's me, the one and only me. Would be awkward to be somebody else. I'm C Primes and you're listening to Design Tokens. Today we'll discuss neurotransmitters, habits and how all of this govern our lives. Before anything, we should talk science. To be more exact, neuroscience. Essentially, our brain communicates with our body through chemical substances called neurotransmitters, which are capable of sending internal messages to various cells and muscles. These messages are responsible for processes that we might not think twice about, such as breathing and moods. So, let's get to know a bit better some of the most important chemicals produced in our body. Dopamine is known as the pleasure neurotransmitter, or as the happiness drug, and is involved more with anticipation than the actual happiness feeling, being the one that minimizes the chances of abandonment before actually doing a task. Oxytocin is the neurochemical that has allowed us to become social creatures. It makes us feel empathy, which helps us feel close and bonded to others when it's released. Serotonin is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. It helps regulate mood, appetite, blood clotting, sleep and the body's circadian rhythm. Serotonin plays a role in depression and anxiety, being a regulator. Endorphins inhibit pain signals and create an energized euphoric feeling. They are also the body's natural pain relievers. When it comes to designing happiness, endorphins help you push through. There are other neurotransmitters like acetylcholine, epinephrine and GABA, and also brain hormones such as testosterone and cortisol. All of this influence our behavior and decision-making processes. For now, we'll focus on the ones which have a high impact over habit creation. When combined in the right way, receiving the right dose, we are happy, which makes us want more. There are methods in which others can influence the levels of our neurochemicals, tricking us in wanting more of what they have to offer. Putting these in the same equation with how habits are formed, we reach the following conclusion. Our choices might not be our own entirely. A habit is a behavior that was done repeatedly enough times to become an automatism. The process of habit making starts with the relationship trial and error. When we set ourselves on the path of solving a problem, we're gonna try fixing it. We'll fail, we'll learn, try again, and fail again, learn again, and repeat this cycle of action-reaction until a solution is found. When finally this happens, we find ourselves in the reward state, which is basically happiness. And we'll definitely want to experience it again. During this process, useless actions are eliminated and useful ones are consolidated. This is how habits are made. 
When we're repeatedly facing a problem, the brain starts to automize the process of fixing it. Habits are just a series of automated solutions that resolve issues and remove stress factors. We can create real life hacks through our behavioral patterns and make problem solving efficient. Since the conscious mind has a limited focus capacity, always caring about the essential tasks, we'll assign to the unconscious mind specific tasks to get done automatically. Habits are pillars to our mental freedom, sustaining a balanced mind and minimizing stress. However, no matter how good this sounds, habits have a weak spot. They can be exploited. A large portion of our time is spent on autopilot, without us consciously acting, without living life with intentionality, without deliberating, making choices. We can split the process of habit making into four simple, distinct, straightforward phases. Clue, desire, reaction, and reward. We go through the same stages in the same order each time. So a habit gets formed. Now, keep in mind we start doing this consciously and at some point in time, our conscious mind allocates this to the unconscious mind, getting hooked. We'll do it so often that the pathways, the synapses formed in our brain, will get stronger and stronger each time we're repeating the process. And here's where the door of opportunity and exploitation resides. Now we're ready to move to the bigger picture. People from advertising, marketing and sales know how to exploit all of this when understanding the way in which our brain works, referring to the habitual loop and also to the neurotransmitters and their effect, we can be influenced to make certain decisions and take some particular actions. I give you neuromarketing, sometimes known as consumer neuroscience. Neuromarketing studies the brain to predict and potentially even manipulate consumer behavior and decision making. Neuroscience researchers are beginning to probe whether the brain can be exploited to influence purchases, an area of study that generates excitement and also ethical concerns. Here's a very rough explanation of how neuromarketing can be put into practice. Our attention is being captured by exploiting at least one of our senses. When cross techniques are being used, for example, appealing to visual and olfactory stimuli, the process is even more efficient. We're being bombarded with tons of data each minute of our lives. Too much to be handled by our conscious mind, so normally it gets delegated to the unconscious mind. It's here where we act without thinking. Our unconscious mind relies heavily on neurotransmitters, which can be stimulated relatively easy through simulated empathy, relatable and contextual data, and progressive disclosure. We aren't living our lives with intentionality. Instead, we're advancing throughout the day on autopilot, influenced by our brain hormones and neurotransmitters. We don't understand how our brain works, but other smart people do. The illusion of being in control surrounds us in all of its splendor. Our choices, our actions, our lives are being influenced every day, every second of it. By the hand, we are taken on an emotional roller coaster so that we'll react continuously. We think we're logical creatures, but our emotions took control of what's best in us. 
and those who control our emotional layer control the world. Now would be a great time to stop being reactive and start living life with intentionality. If you enjoyed this design tokens audio snippet, a like would be much appreciated. If you found it useful, send it to a friend or even bookmark it. To receive more content like this one in your feed, don't forget to hit that follow button. I'm C Primes from Design Tokens. Thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, stay happy.